0: Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another serving of Business Soup Talk Radio. If it's in business, it's business soup. I'm your host, John DeBauwes. We've all done it. We've put out a job. We need somebody. And we get inundated with people who say they have the skill sets we need. Well, oftentimes they don't. So we went out and we found ourselves a business matchmaker. That person is Anna Sherbina from Let's Remotivate. She's going to show us how her team finds the perfect remote candidate who will take care of everything that you want. She has a lot of experience in the recruitment and the operations and management in the HR field. Well, let's talk to her about what got her to say, you know what? I can do it better. Anna Sherbina joins us here at the table from Let's Remotivate. So pull up a chair, sit on down and join us on this serving of business soup where business comes for business. Anna, welcome to this serving of business soup.
1: Thank you for having me, John. I'm so glad to be here.
0: Well, we have a lot of people who aren't so excited. What do you have to say to them to re-motivate them, as your business is called, remotivate. How do you get people that are down in the dumps? What's it take to (laughs) re-motivate?
1: John, what a great question. To be completely honest, I personally and my business, my team, we all believe that the future is remote for a lot of businesses. And we believe that a lot of those that are struggling right now will soon be transitioning into having opportunities if they want, of course, to be able to work online. And there are an abundance of opportunities. And that's exactly what we're doing at Remotivate. We're remotivating business owners and potential candidates, employees, that it is possible to find a job online.
0: Well that's been one of the big things out there is the indecision about what's going on in this pandemic. So many businesses had to realign themselves in their strategies. I myself used to go out on a lot of remote broadcasts from trade shows and such. Well, those are non-existent They've transitioned into the virtual trade shows. You have found a lot of people that have been affected by the brick and mortar or going in and out of the office. And you've got specialists that you are now, through Remotivate, you are a turnkey in, in producing a list. I'm looking for somebody to fill a position in a remote capacity where I don't even have to know where they live. Let's talk about the specialist. I come into your office and say, I need to do business with you. Who am I?
1: A lot of the clients that we actually work with are online businesses for the most part. But as you said and pointed out, right now, there are so many businesses that were going into the office that it was in a particular city and town And then all of a sudden, they can't do that. And a lot of companies realize that they can go completely remote. So now, not only are we getting online businesses and businesses that were already remote, but also the ones that are about to go remote or considering remote, or they have had to, for the circumstances we're in, had to go remote. And we're helping each and every business that's coming our way with that particular issue with their recruitment needs. Now, some of them need more handholding, and we are able to do that But that's what we really are aiming to do, help each person that actually needs that particular either advice or um, inspiration. Some some need just motivation, honestly. Some need a little push in a certain direction. But we're there for each business that comes our way to help them, uh, guide them to a particular hire.
0: So, if I come to you, it's because I have a specific need, such as if I need a Google ad specialist or mm-hmm. somebody that deals in sales. My sales manager disappeared or I need a graphic designer <laughs> or you know. Yeah. I, I, I have a position within my business that needs to be filled or I need to change direction because of the new game changing, or the, the way the things are happening. I come to you and say, all right, I don't know what I need. How do you qualify me before you qualify the candidate that comes to me through you?
1: One of the things that we do and has really changed how we do business with a lot of different, like with employers and clients is really understanding the vision. So a lot of employers struggle with, they they say that recruitment is the biggest part for them. Like, how do we recruit? How do we find this person? Where do we find this person? But actually recruitment is the easiest bit. And as you said, that first part of qualifying and understanding the client and what they need and how they need it. We call it the vision. So that vision part is where we really dive deep in what is it that they actually need? What is the role that they're trying to fill? What's the skills? What are the background, What aspect in the business actually is struggling? And figuring that out before we name it sales manager or social media manager, before naming it, we really go into a conversation of understanding what the client needs what are the needs in the business to have a full understanding and picture of the business where are the gaps in that business and then be able to understand from that work uh, and conversation vision of what that what are those missing aspects be able to take that and actually say oh based on this information we're going to be able to help you find xyz type of candidate so we don't need for them to know exactly who they need we just are listening for the gaps and the struggles that are happening in the business taking that information and making conclusions and providing advice and guidance into how we can solve those gaps.
0: So if I'm a business, whether it be a restaurant or a brick and mortar or or any kind of business, and because of the pandemic and I'm seeing that there's likely to be a, a continuation of a lockdown, so I need to really strategize on what I need. And perhaps my employees have left me. I need to fill these positions, but I don't know how to find somebody. And my efforts with Craigslist or Facebook have turned up the wrong clientele. So what do you do to qualify these people that you are going to be sending? To me,
1: that's such a great question because I feel like a lot of businesses struggle with that. No matter the type of business, it's always like, how do we know that this candidate is able to do what they say they're going to do, or they have the experience that they say that they have, and we're not going to be wasting months of our time and realize that this person is, is not a good fit. And the process that we've actually created, we call it a hiring funnel, is pretty much a step by step process in which we filter candidates, is the thing that helps us to identify if the candidates are a good fit. And so some of the steps that we go through is there's a questionnaire going into their background, into their experience. So they're able to share a lot of what they've gone through and how qualified they are. Again, we first want to hear it from their perspective and their voice. We request, of course, a CV, resume. We're requesting case studies. So for example, if they are looking for somebody in marketing, let's say Facebook marketing, we're looking for case studies as well into that. And then also references that can confirm those particular case studies so we're actually looking at tangibles um so a questionnaire potentially a skill test depending on the position we request a video so we're actually looking at how are they able to communicate are they able to get on that video have answer a few questions and then we have a few interviews one with my team another with a client And then we actually have test projects as well. It's a pretty great experience because those test projects, we give an actual example, not just, hey, what would you do somewhere somehow, but hey, in our business, there is a problem right now. For example, with social media, we don't know how to build out our Facebook following, giving them a small test project and saying, okay, how would you do this? provide a a 30-day plan on this. So we actually have a very tangible process. So you'll be able to have that step-by-step process, and you'll be able to see how a candidate does before even going into an interview with them. So you'll have the tangibles to make the most informed decision.
0: So I don't have to rely upon a Zoom call with a prospective candidate that says, yes, I can,
1: Exactly. You'll have a lot of information, like their motivations, our recommendations. So a full picture, okay. salary expectations, everything.
0: So you set that up with the prospect and you match that prospect with the needs are that you have determined as a result of trying to figure out what the heck is this cowboy talking about? <laughs> and you're able to dissect my language into a language that can be conveyed to prospects and then you would send them my way.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's quite an interesting process because I think a lot of businesses don't realize they need to sell a position a certain way, especially in the remote space. There's a certain language that needs to be used to attract the right type of candidates. And so our experience with hiring remotely, we're able to use The language of the cowboy (laughs) and then translate it into the language of the online space, so to speak, uh, and have that attract the best quality candidates that will do the best work for the client.
0: We're talking with Anna Sherbina of Remotivate, and I'm getting motivated to see what new person I can hire within my company. I didn't realize that there were so many opportunities out there, and I'm always looking for somebody better. Not that I'm looking to throw anybody under the bus or off the wagon. It's what should they be doing that I don't understand because there are positions in here that I don't know what it means, nor do I want to take the time to learn what it all means or how it all works. I want somebody who can come in and work for me that I don't have to explain to them the specifics they already know because you've translated my language into their language and you bring them to me. How did you come up with the idea that I'm going to start this business? You have years of recruitment operations and such. When was that moment that you said, you know what, I can do this better?
1: That's a great question because I've had about eight, nine years now of experience in operations and recruitment for all kinds of businesses and all kinds of spaces and all kinds of countries even, so internationally. And the last three years, I've been doing it completely remote. I've been helping businesses with their operations that are doing it completely online with recruitment and being part of a lot of communities and quite the network of uh, businesses in the online space more and more people started hearing about the fact that I know how to recruit. And they're like, oh wow, can you help me recruit an operations manager for my business? I'm like, sure, that's awesome. I definitely can. And then somehow that snowballed into more and more people asking, oh, I heard XYZ said that you can help me with this. Max told me that, you know, you can help me hire this person. And then all of a sudden there was a niche and clients and like this whole concept was presented to me a business just found me I did not go out looking for a business and then all I had to do is go and register it and that's pretty much yeah the rest is history in terms of how that happened and how that was built out
0: the idea came to you. You didn't go out looking for it. You got the idea. No. And of course, as my op- as my audience knows, there's the five points. So there was the idea. And then you put into action the plan. So, you know, there's the idea, the plan, the people, the execution, and the solution. So you, you had this idea. Did you quit your other job or did you have that one and this one on the side?
1: I did something that maybe a little bit different than a lot of people out there. Uh, I know quite a few people who had nine to fives, they decided to like, at some point, okay, I quit. I'm becoming a business owner, becoming an entrepreneur. I didn't really have this moment where I'm like, okay, I'm leaving. That's it. Every I'm changing my entire reality. As I said, the reality kind of changed itself and so I was helping different business owners with their operations, whether that was being a fractional COO, whether it was part-time head of operations, helping all of these online businesses. And then on the side, I was doing this remote like recruitment business and it just kept growing and growing. So I hired a team. And again, the people just came to me and that kept growing. And to the point where I was, I had to make life presented me with a decision do I want to continue growing it? And then I ha- it requires my full attention, but then I would have to leave my other projects. And it just naturally happened that I just went full-time and I'm working full-time on the business. But it again, it just all kind of happened and things naturally progressed. There wasn't a, an aha moment. Life just led me in a particular direction. My entire business, funny enough, is referrals. I do almost no marketing, aside from speaking on podcasts from time to time and sharing the story. But for the most part, it's all referral-based because a lot of the companies, they come back, they feel very supported. They understand that they're going to be taken care of. And so it's quite an interesting manifestation. It just all kind of happened. Yeah, I didn't go out looking even for clients. It's just magic. (laughs)
0: Almost sounds like the creation of a dating service. You're a matchmaker. That's
1: an interesting, exactly. (laughs) Matchmaker, that's an interesting analogy.
0: It all came to you. You put the pieces together and everybody came to you and said, I need somebody in a senior role, whether it be an operations manager or marketing manager. So through your referrals, you say, hey, I need somebody who is in this position. And then somebody has to sell themselves to the recruiter. Boy, that's got to be a tough interview trying to sell myself to you because you're going to qualify me to them. So you came up with the rules that they have to play by in order to get hired by somebody else.
1: We did, but being completely honest, one of the most important things for us, because of my recruitment background and working in companies and helping different companies recruit, I just saw and was able to witness the process that candidates would go through and that it was such a not only tedious process, but also uncomfortable, like even having an interview was so uncomfortable. And so the process that we created, it was meant to really be a comfortable process, all the way through from questionnaires to skill tests, things that people would enjoy things that people like if, for example, they are a great Facebook marketing manager, the questions would be something that they connect with, that they understand. We're not trying to throw them off. We're just trying to see if they align with a particular role. And the same thing goes for interviews. For me, something that's so important when even I'm conducting interviews is, can I make them laugh? Can I make them comfortable? Ask them where they're from. It's Something that I felt like in the past in companies I've worked with, interviews were so, no offense, but uptight, <laughs> so uncomfortable, so cringy is probably even the best word I would use. And I didn't want that for the candidates coming in. So for all of our candidates, we want them to feel comfortable because we want them to keep coming back, applying for our roles. And we want to make sure that no matter whether they go through or not, that they're having good experience, that they're enjoying the experience. And for, for sure, the interviews, whether it's my hiring managers or myself, whoever is interviewing, we make sure that they, they have a good time just talking to us. Because at the end of the day, we're all people. We're trying to understand where they're coming from and if it's a good fit. And that's it, really. It's, it's quite simple.
0: So part of this, getting a position through you, sounds like you would work with them on their personal presentation skills and their vernacular and their delivery
1: say so because a lot of the candidates that come in, they already present themselves as more than qualified. All it takes really is to give a person the opportunity to open up. A lot of people are so nervous and so uncomfortable. And what my team strives to do is just helping them open up and be comfortable from the process itself to the interview. And then when we're pushing them forward to the final interview to the client, We're their advocate. We're presenting them. We're on their side. We're their advocate. We want them to succeed. And when it comes from that perspective, that we're not against them, we're not trying to make them slip and fall. When we're just trying to see if this is the best thing for them, we have their best interests at heart. If an alignment is there, that's amazing. And if not, we're going to be honest about that. We provide feedback. We say, okay, for next time, here's what was missing. We want to make sure we find the role that actually best suits your particular skill set.
0: Since March, we've had a complete shift in the way business is business with the pandemic and such. Regardless of what anyone's belief is about it, it has had an impact on us. What have you found to be the positions that most businesses are looking to fill?
1: I would say project managers and operation managers. A lot of business owners are struggling to Create systems and processes, especially in a more remote space, especially when it's all online, how to set up the communications, which software to use, how to do accountability, how to keep, make sure that everybody's doing their jobs. And so a lot of these problems have started coming up for businesses that were transitioning or even are already remote or transitioning to be remote. All of a sudden, you can't go into Sarah's office and say, hey, what you up to? Are you meeting the deadline? And because of these problems, the need for a project manager or an operations manager that will be able to take care of the different team members or teams and be able to help with execution, following up with the different people, making sure that communication is set up, the softwares are set up. I would say those roles have become the most popular, especially with pandemic, especially with businesses going more remote.
0: Finally, I've got to ask because I have been presented with people that come to the job and their personal presentation has sometimes shocked me. And it could be piercings, it could be just their presentations, it could be the color of their hair or such. Do you find that you give advice to these people that have come up with, regardless of what it is that is their personal preference, what is the business environment's acceptance in the personal presentation?
1: That's interesting that you mention that because we actually don't really encounter that issue as much. And I'll explain why. From the very beginning, as I said, we do this vision aspect where we really work with the client or the business to figure out what is it that they're looking for? And during those conversations, we're actually listening to figure out what's the preferences around the personality, the character traits, the culture fit, what kind of person will fit into that particular culture. As a great example is we had a business that was looking for somebody who is a dog lover and it was for like an operations. Well,
0: who isn't
1: (laughs) they had, but that's like, that was such a particular thing, but we learn about those things from the very beginning. So they're not going to be meeting somebody that all of a sudden is like dog lover what? I didn't know about this. So we actually prepare for all of that in the very beginning. So we never have clients asking, "Well, why was this person acting this way or looked that way or their character was completely not what we were looking for?" because we really account for that from the very beginning and from the very start. Who will be the best fit with that business owner, with that team, without business? So one of the most amazing things about the remote space, about working online, is that there are a lot less stereotypes, a lot less judgment around the background, the age, the gender, the orientation, all of this. And the remote space, what it's really looking for, the business owners, they're looking for somebody who is hardworking, who knows what they're doing, who is passionate, who will be sticking around, who is motivated and enjoys the work, and is able to provide a good weather service, whatever they're providing, uh, that they can do the job well.
0: Well, if you'd like to be remotivated yourself and fill a position within your company, here's an opportunity. Go to bizsoup.com where you found this serving of business soup. And with the transcripts and such, you can click on this interview with Anna Sherbina from Remotivate and you can get in touch with her as well and become remotivated yourself. Anna! Thank you so much for playing along and helping us out here on Business Soup. We thank you for your presence and have a great week.
1: Thank you, John. It was a pleasure.
0: This has been another serving of Business Soup, where business comes for business. I'm John DebaVois, inviting you to visit the website for more servings of what is best in business. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC.